Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle. I hope that you're having a wonderful day. So yesterday, I had the extreme pleasure of hanging out with a bunch of educators in uh, more of a rural area within mid-Michigan, and I absolutely had a blast. And we were talking about lots of different things, but really the focus of what we were talking about was thinking, which of course, you know, I kind of like, right? And we were really talking about working within early childhood. So for those of you who don't understand, early childhood education is looking at working with families and children from mom just being pregnant to all the way up through the age of eight or 12, depending on your environment. And so uh, we had folks who were there who were working just with infants and toddlers, some just with preschoolers, some with school age kiddos, and then a couple that worked with all ages because they work with children in their home. And the two topics that I brought to them were uh, a a class that I developed talking about um, the 11 different ways to think. Um, And then the second part of it was talking about what we affectionately call the STEAM power classroom. So using science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math in your curriculum. And we just had so much fun because, first of all, how can you not get together and not have fun, right? But secondly, because these ideas, they're just, they're my passion, right? And so when I was thinking about what to share with you today, I thought, oh, why don't I just share this experience that we had? So what I did in this class was we went through and we talked about briefly, here's the 11 different types of thinking and gave examples and stories of how you could use them. And we talked a lot about when were these types of thinking really developed? So at what ages do they show up? And we had everything from, you know, oh, that one shows up to birth to, ooh, yeah, some people I know probably don't have that one yet, right? Uh, And then I released them to do an activity. And this was fascinating because what I said was, okay, work with your buddy groups and come up with, um, you know, one or two types of thinking that you really want to focus on and design an activity or a lesson to kind of funnel children into using that type of thinking. And what happened was that as we came through and were sharing our activities, a good majority of them had most or all of the types of thinking in them. And so that brought on a new conversation about, wow, well, if children are using that many types of thinking in their play, basically, what are we doing? And it was just a fascinating conversation. And so I'm not going to share with you all the 11. Um, Quite frankly, if you want all of the 11, um, I just recorded a webinar for a group of leaders I'm working with. It's about 45 minutes. um, And it goes through each one of these types of thinking. It gives, I guess, more adult related examples um, and talks about how it shows up specifically when you're trying to lead yourself or other people. Uh, especially when you're trying to help people go through the change process. So if that's something that you're interested in, please email me at michelle at growbyone.com. I'd love to send that to you. There's just a small price to it. But if you want to know more in depth through those, absolutely reach out. Okay. All right. So um, I'm only going to share a few with you. Um, I'm going to talk about the ones that we typically don't think about, right? So for example, creative thinking, you know, some people will think that they're, you're either creative or you're not, 
And many people think that creative thinking is, you know, uh, doing something with arts and crafts. When in reality, you know, one person in the class yesterday was really struggling with this until her friend said, yeah, but what about your garden? And then all of a sudden her face lit up and she loves to landscape. Well, that's a form of creative thinking. Okay. Another form of thinking is uh, focused thinking. So we talk a lot about that on this podcast, right? Focused thinking is really looking at, uh, I'm going to choose to think about this one problem or challenge or project at a time. So I'm going to set aside today. I might set aside 15 minutes to think about this project. And during that 15 minutes, I'm going to focus just on this one thing and not think about other things. Now, maybe you get to the end of the 15 minutes and you're like, oh, I still need to think. Well, then you choose, do I, you know, maybe set another 15 minutes or do I come back to it tomorrow? So you have choice in that. But really what you're doing is you're setting aside, I guess, boundaries to say, this is my thinking time. Okay. And then you have things like realistic thinking. So, you know, my husband, he's so funny. He says he's not a pessimist. He's a realist, but we'll see about that. And he says, I'm not a realist. I'm more of an optimist. And so you don't want to be more optimist or more pessimist. You really want to kind of land in the realistic thinking. So when you're thinking through a problem or situation, you want to be realistic. So for example, you won't come up with um, a solution um, that will go against maybe some of the earthly laws we have, right? So, so when you're thinking about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, you're, you're going to keep things in line like, You're not going to try to go against the law of gravity, right? Be realistic. Um, I'm not going to lose a hundred pounds by tomorrow, right? That's not how that works. Um, And then the other kind of realistic or thinking is strategic thinking. And this goes hand in hand with realistic thinking. But strategic thinking is, is kind of beginning with the end in mind, knowing that, um, okay, here's my goal where am I at today and what needs to happen in between, right? And then walking that out logically step by step by step. So those two can, can come in hand, hand in hand, along with possibility thinking, which is really looking at what are my options? What are my choices, right? So when you're trying to brainstorm maybe how to um, set up this home improvement project, right? Looking at your schedule, looking at your finances, looking at your time that you have, um, looking at what you can do versus what somebody else can do. You got to be realistic about that, right? So for example, if I'm going to paint my living room, first of all, I absolutely hate it. So I probably shouldn't be the one to do it, right? It's going to take me a long time and I'm, and it's going to affect me. So I'm going to have to look for somebody else to do that. So realistically, I want to hire somebody else, right? But also realistically, maybe I don't have the budget for it, right? So when I'm thinking through my possibilities, I might think through, hmm, could I do maybe a job sharing thing here where I could get a painter in here and maybe I could do a training for their team, right? So that's a possibility. So we'll put that on the list. Another possibility might be that we need to budget this out for a little bit. So Um, you know, I can, I can start budgeting that also another possibility because our children are still relatively young. We can just wait on painting for a few years. That's personally my favorite choice. (laughs) Okay. So I'm thinking realistic. I'm thinking about my possibilities. And then when I determine this is what I want to do, this is how I'm going to choose to do this. Now I can think a little bit more strategically. All right. So 
maybe next year I want to do painting and I definitely want to hire somebody out. And, um, I, I don't want to trade a training for it. I'll, I'll go ahead and put it in our budget, right? Now I can be strategic about how that's going to happen. See how that, how that all works together. Okay. So you can use each one of those types of thinking on their own or in combination with each other. Now, I do have one warning about one of these types of thinking, and it is called the popular thinking. So popular thinking is this idea that um, you're following traditions or habits or um, whether they be written or unwritten rules about how your group or society works. So for example, um, popular thinking is as simple as the laws of the road, how you drive. So I don't know, you know, where you're from. I know many people are listening outside of the United States and you have uh, a, a little bit different rules than we do. Um, but the rules that you have that govern your driving are popular thinking. Your society has gotten together and said, hey, this is how we're going to drive. Okay. The same is true for, um, as I'm recording this, it is a Sunday morning. Uh, many people in my world are off to their respective churches. Uh, my husband actually said, you've been sick all week. I want you to stay home and take another day to which I said, thank you. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, how you, you choose to worship your God or how you choose to set up the service, that kind of thing. That's popular thinking based on a group of people who got together and decided this is how we're going to do this, right? Everything from the type of music you listen to, to who gives the message, to, you know, who lights candles if you have candles or not, right? And this type of thinking, first of all, it's really important to understand that it's happening and also understand when to question it. So for example, um, one simple method, and this is a, a story I shared with them yesterday, a, a mentor of mine said that every couple weeks or so, what he likes to do is change the location of the trash can in his kitchen. Now, now let's just think about this for a second. So I know somebody out there is already going, oh my gosh, you're driving me nuts already, right? But if you change the location of your trash can, it makes you stop and think for a second, right? You're like, oh, I just walked over here to put this in and oh, it's not there. So your brain has to use a new pathway to go, okay, where's the garbage can? Okay, walk over there, right? And it, if you do this every couple of weeks, you get used to it and then, oh, wait, no, we're over here. And it may seem like a silly thing or like a thing like why in the world would I, would I do this? Right. But really what you're trying to do is you're trying to upset the patterns that you've built in your brain. And when you upset the pattern for how you throw something away, something as simple as that, right. You begin to question and, and maybe think through other patterns that are, have become popular thinking and you don't even realize it. Okay. Honestly, this is my challenge for you today. First of all, pick something small in your life that you can change and just do differently. I mean, I'm thinking even from, uh, you know, the way that you enter your shower, you know, maybe you always go in one way. Can you go in the other? Um, do you get your mail in the morning or the evening? 
um, you know, you don't have to have to do something wild and crazy. You know, you don't have to go like jump out of a plane or something to say that you're, you're in this personal growth area. You can do something as simple as changing one single small thing that you do every day. Okay. When you do that, you're going to see things in your environment, in your workplace, in your place of worship, in your families that you're like, huh, we think this way. We do this thing this way. And we've always done it that way. Why? And I'm not saying that you have to change anything, but just question where did that belief or thought come from? Right. And, and is there a different way to look at this? Okay. Maybe there is, and maybe you decide that you want to change. Uh, maybe there's a different way to look at it and you're like, ah, it is what it is. I'm just going to stick with what I have. Sometimes when you notice something's happening in your family and you become more aware of that and you're like, oh man, I really wish this, this would change, but you might be the only person aware of that. And so it may take a lot of time, or you may have to say, you know what, this one particular circumstance or situation may not change. So how can I change myself to be okay with it? All right. So I, I hope this was helpful today that it got you thinking a little bit, gave you a little bit of a challenge. Um, and if you want to know more about these 11 types of thinking, which are fascinating, by the way, um, again, just email me at michelle at growbyone.com. Uh, I can get you that webinar and um, we can really get your mind going. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, go out today. I hope the sun is in your, your neck of the woods here. It, it looks pretty sunny out, but I, it's only about uh, 35 degrees. So it's, it's pretty cold here in our land, but I, I'm hoping that it'll warm up a little bit so I can get out and take a walk. Awesome. Go enjoy your day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.